G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. So there's this undefinable God with a name that makes no sense, then with a plethora of other names that kind of tell a little bit about him that you can't see. He's all of these things. How on earth are you supposed to get your head around this God? Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. One of the greatest quests of the Christian is to understand God. But is that even possible? How do we define who God is in order for us to know him better? Can he even be defined? Well, the pagan gods of history were easy to define, but our God is nothing like them. No, he's not. And I'm actually really glad that he's not (laughs) because they're so capricious and they're so limited. If you can define a God, he's not really God Mm. because you can actually set a parameter to him. And therefore... A, a God with parameters couldn't possibly be God. And we have looked quite a few times in previous programs about the difference in the outlooks between, say, a Jewish Eastern mindset and a Greek Western mindset and how the positional outcomes are often poles apart. I mean, our modern culture is very Greek influenced and it's this it's kind of like an intellectual view of reason where that is the highest form of understanding. And um, that mindset really hasn't changed much. And the God of science has replaced, you know, the ancient mythical gods of the ancient world. But the, the viewpoint is basically the same. To the Greek mind, human reason is the final source and arbiter of all truth. And today's intellectuals, you know, hold to this exact same position. If they can't figure God out, he doesn't exist. He couldn't possibly be. But the thing is, the Jewish Hebrew mindset is based primarily on what God has done on how he's revealed himself. Therefore, again, this is kind of like a re-emphasizing this practical, literal, physical application of Judaism. We in the the Christian West tend to, everything is analytical or spiritualized. It's not that way for the Jewish mind unless the Bible actually says something is an image of or a picture of or a type. There is a guy by the name of Karl Barth. You would have heard of him. Mm -hmm. This is what he said about God. He said, no attempt is made in the Bible to define God. That is to grasp God in our concepts. The Bible tells the story of God. It narrates his deeds and the history of this God as it takes place on earth in the human sphere. The Bible is not a philosophical book, but a history book, the book of God's mighty acts in which God becomes knowable to us. And we do. We get to know him. We can know about his attributes and know the things that he's done. But how do you actually know Mm. this God? Because he's pretty huge. To the Jewish mind, again, this all comes down to knowing God because of what he has done and is going to do. It's this very practical outworking application. Abraham Herschel wrote this. He said, speculation starts with concepts. Biblical religion starts with events. 
To the Jewish mind, the understanding of God is not achieved by referring in a Greek way to timeless qualities of a supreme being, to ideas of goodness or perfection, but rather by sensing the living acts of his concern, to his dynamic attentiveness to man, and God's goodness is not a cosmic force, but a specific act of compassion. We do not know it as it is, but as it happens. So that's this Jewish mindset. Mm. I know God because of what he did, of what he revealed to himself, not just a concept or an idea. Now, the Jews have never tried to reduce God to a definition. That's very much a, a Greek philosophical sort of a view because once he's been defined, he's not limitless anymore. He's, he, he's not no longer unsearchable. He becomes just really another man-made God once you can sort of define him. You know, the gods of the ancient world revealed themselves, or as we know, they were just the imagination, come from the imagination of man. Whereas God, the God of the Bible, he presented himself in a different way. He presented himself as a father and a husband, a protector, as a person, not merely just an entity. But unlike the gods of the pagan world, they had a name, okay? You had Zeus and you had Ares and, and all the rest of it. But our God, I mean, he has a name and he has many names. But how do you then take all of that and stick it into some kind of a definition? Okay, remember the account where Moses is out in the wilderness of Midian and he sees this amazing sight of a bush that was on fire but didn't burn? Mm. When God spoke to him and he's, cause he said, who well, am I going to tell the Israelites that you are, what do I say? And he said, I am that I am. Exactly. How are you going to define that? <laughs> you, you can't define yeah. that. And in the Hebrew, I am who I am is Heya Asher Heya. And again, this is completely undefinable. If you look at the gods of the ancient world, you had the god of war, and all his characteristics were about war. If you wanted a god who was in going to give you a good harvest, well, it was a god of agriculture, and that's where all his attributes were. If you were a soldier, you worshipped a god of war. If you were a a young mother, you worshipped the goddess of home and hearth. If you were longing to have a child, you worshipped a goddess of or god of fertility. If you were a doctor, you worshipped the gods of medicine. Man made these gods to suit whatever his need might mm. be. But when God says, I am that I am, well, what is this God? Who is this God? <laughs> yeah. And to the pagan mind, the God of the Hebrews didn't even make sense. Not only did he have a ridiculous name, I am that I am, he also had a plethora of other names like El Shaddai and Adonai and, and all the others that mm. described facets of his personality, but he had so many of them. Therefore, how is this multifaceted God? And then he says, I am that I am. And to top it all off, he didn't even have a likeness. He was invisible. What kind of a ridiculous mm. God are we talking about? Yeah. And we were actually forbidden to try to put God into some sort of a likeness too. So there wasn't even an attempt at that. Exactly. So there's this undefinable God with a name that makes no sense, then with a plethora of other names that kind of tell a little bit about him that you can't see, that you can't draw a picture of, that you can't stand in front of, that you can't define, and yet he calls himself father, husband, redeemer, Creator, he's all of these mm. things. How on earth are you supposed to get your head around this God? Well, you can't, because if you could, he would no longer be 
God. Mm. This is the thing. If you can define a God like the gods of the ancient world, whether it be Ares, a god of war, or um, Artemis, a goddess of fertility, or whatever it was, well, all of a sudden you put this little parameter around them and you think, okay, well, you're now boxed in. That's what you are. That's all you do. You're really not much of a god at all. Mm. And that is the difference between the, the pagan gods or the, invis- the made-up gods as compared to our god. Our god is nothing like that. And then uh, it's, it's one of the things that I find most curious. There, I can't remember his name, but I remember hearing him in one of Dr. Chuck Messler's messages, and then I looked him up, actually. And there is a YouTube clip, and it's not of him, but it's just the audio, and it's of a, a, a black preacher. And he goes on to describe all of these attributes of God. It goes on for, I can't remember, four minutes or something like that. He's indescribable. He's insurmountable. He is miraculous. He is. He goes through all this long diatribe of all these descriptions of God, and he gets to the end, and he says he's indescribable. Yeah, I wish I could describe I him for you. I wish I could describe him for you. Exactly. You've heard it. I yeah. mean, it was amazing. Amazing, But that's actually, it's a description that is completely inadequate of our God. He is absolutely everything, and yet none of those is adequate. None of those descriptions is actually adequate to describe our God. In that regard, he's undefinable. Well, in the next program, we're going to continue to look at the complexity of our God and look at the name he gave himself to see if we can better define him. We'll attempt to do that next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 